about your ideal partner. Are they smart and funny? Do they look a certain way? Do they act a certain way? These traits are your deal makers, the qualities that attract you to another person. But you also have deal breakers, qualities that send you running for the hills. According to a 2014 study by Joel and others, dating deal breakers have a larger impact than deal makers. In other words, the bad usually outweighs the good. So here are seven dating deal breakers you should be aware of. One, being too needy. Have you dated someone who wants to know what you're doing and where you are at all times? Neediness is a popular deal breaker. A 2015 study by Jonason and others found that 57% of men and 69% of women are turned off by needy partners. A needy partner is someone who is desperate for attention and afraid of abandonment. They're often insecure about the relationship. They might text you 24 seven and expect you to reply as soon as possible. When dating a needy partner, many people feel smothered and suffocated. Two, being too lazy. How do you feel when your partner doesn't put any effort into your relationship? Laziness is the second most common deal breaker out there. 72% of women consider laziness their number one deal breaker. Why? Because lazy partners are often unhelpful and inconsiderate. They may lack concrete goals or ambitions. Really lazy people feel like parasites mooching off all your hard work. Three, you have a different sex drive. Partners should connect not only emotionally, but physically too. In a committed relationship, it's important that you're on the same page in the bedroom. Jonason and others found that sex drive is another common deal breaker, also known as libido. Your sex drive describes how often you wanna be intimate with your partner. In a healthy relationship, Partners have similar sex drives, allowing both partners to express themselves as often or sparingly as they want. What if your sex drive is low and your partner's sex drive is high? 33% of people put a different sex drive in their top five deal breakers. When you can't get on the same page physically, it creates frustration in the relationship. If you and your partner's sex drives are too different, you may not be the perfect match. Four, watching too much TV. How much time do you spend watching TV or playing video games? Oh, Lord, here we go. Here, here I go whacking at the hornet's nest. The Voice of Reason is back in the building with another topic. What is the biggest deal breaker in relationship? This is a versus. VOR Intimate Relationship Series presents Deal Makers versus deal breakers. And I'm going to twist this up a little bit. This is how I'm going to do it. How many deal breakers can we be honest tonight? 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines. How many deal breakers can we be honest tonight? Get to your phone lines. 1-800-920-1580. I want to have a real discussion, a non-judgmental discussion. I want it to be open. I want you to be honest. How many deal breakers do you carry into the relationship? Oh, yeah, it's easy. It's real easy to say, uh, this is a deal breaker for me. But how many deal breakers live within you? Huh? Oh, I know people don't want to hear this tonight, but I'm going to keep doing it to you. 
Do most people get more tolerant of relationship deal breakers with age? Huh? They start getting older and they start tolerating more. Is that true or false? 1-800-920-1580. Somebody call me right now. Let me know. How many deal breakers have you carried into the relationship, into your current relationship? Can we be honest? Hmm? How do deal breakers affect our intimate relationships? Hmm? What is your biggest deal breaker? I want you to call in and tell me your biggest deal breaker versus your biggest deal maker. Do you know the difference between the two? 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines. Let's talk about it tonight. When I come forward, phone lines, questions, scenarios, perspectives, they'll all be waiting because we still have a lot to talk about. We hope you have a safe and relaxing holiday season. Mask up and stay safe. At KBLA Talk 1580, we've got a lot to talk about. And your voice is critical to all the conversation. Happy holidays. holidays. You know you want some more. More. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. know my playlist is my co-host what's your favorite duet ever i'm gonna tell you right now alexander o'neill and sherelle they got a few slappers together man produced by terry and jimmy you know great great production core listen before i get into the topic i'm giving away some tickets Oh, yeah, I'm giving away some tickets. I only got five pairs of tickets, right? It's a play, a Broadway musical, based on The Temptations. Ain't too proud to beg. Y'all want to get down? Y'all want some tickets? All you got to do is call in. Now, when you call in, you're going to talk to my brother Andy. You're going to give him your name. Your email address, 
He gonna let me know who the winners are. We got five tickets, man. Ain't too proud to beg. The Life and Times of the Temptations is an electrifying new smash hit Broadway musical that follows the Temptations' extraordinary journey from the streets of Detroit to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. If you want some tickets, if you want some tickets, I got five pairs. It's the Christmas season. You and your woman might want to get suited and booted and ease on down the road and check out this Broadway musical. Ain't too proud to beg. Five pairs of tickets. Get to your phone lines right now. 1-800-920-1580. Call Andy right now. Okay, back to the topic. How many, just be honest, man. Can we be honest tonight? Because I try to get everybody to just open up and, and, and feel like this is a, a loving and caring environment here. But how many deal breakers do you bring to the table? Hmm? It's easy to point out your partner's deal breakers. I know that's that's been the common thing to do. They're smelly. They have a pet. They smell like they're animal. <laughs> They're lazy, right? <laughs> They're not interested. They they lack sex, a sex, powerful sex drive. All the stuff you say about others. But I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you, how many deal breakers do you yourself bring to the relationship? Hmm? They're too needy. Maybe you're too distant. Maybe you're too much of a loner to be in a healthy relationship with somebody who knows how to love. Maybe you don't know how to accept love. How many deal breakers have you carried into a relationship? 1-800-920-1580. Let's go. Rico from Columbia, Georgia. Let's go. What's going on, good brother? What's happening, family? Hey, man, I got to tell you, uh, since you did bring up that duet, I got to say probably the greatest duet got to be that Eric Benet and Tamiya, man. That was a that was a classic. That was a great record, Eric, B, uh, Eric yeah. Benet and Tamiya. Spend my life yeah. with you, the name of the record. Yeah. What you say? What you say? That was the one right there. But uh, in terms of deal breakers, I figured mine's out early. In terms of the one that I, I really be feeling like it's, it's two sides of the same coin. Usually, for me, what I start realizing, if it's your deal breaker, it also would be your deal maker for that partner that you kind of, if it's something that you really like. And for me, it was appreciation. Mm. Like, uh, and I, and I figured that out my first date as a, my 16 year old first date, just got my car washed too fast, too furious. And we leave the movies and we go, you know, I just got my job. We leave the movies. We go to, she said, let's go to Dennis. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, I'm making five fifteen an hour. So we, we go around there. We go to Dennis after she get a plate. You know what I'm saying? She didn't eat hard enough the food. I didn't think about it because, you know, it was the first date. I ain't ready, but she only took like one bite. And she begged to go to Dennis. And as I'm watching her as I drop her off, take her home, walk her to the door like you're supposed to as a gentleman, get back in my car, drive off. I watch her give that whole plate of food to her dog. And that right there showed me, I never spoke to her again. And I think about it was, it just made me realize, like, appreciation was everything to me. I'm like, damn, that, that was four hours of work. I want to make a five, 15 hour that you just gave to your dog that you want, want to do that so bad. 
So like with me, it's like once you realize and somebody appreciates me and I can and they and I and I appreciate them or somebody's not unappre- or unappreciate appreciative of what you do, that's the the number one deal breaker for me. All right. I I, I, I could smoke a bag of that if I smoked. But <laughs> let me say this, Rico. I was talking to a sister yesterday in the cigar lounge. And I I tried to explain to her, if you're really a giver, you don't care about acknowledgement or appreciation. You give from the, the honesty and the bottom of your heart. You don't give to receive. You just give. The receiving will become organic. You don't want the receiving to be transactional, mechanical. Am, am, I, am I off on that? All giving should be I, selfless giving. How about that? I, I, I'm with you on this. So like, I understand it from the self. I didn't. You don't. I, I. I don't feel like no. I don't give wanting something in return. But it's. But the thing about it is, to me, like that's when somebody you do something for somebody and they say, "Well, I said thank you." But you can tell. To me, appreciation don't even got to be a thank you. You can tell when somebody truly appreciates something. Or you going out your way for them? It ain't like it ain't like they. I'm not. You know, I don't think you' supposed to lay out the red carpet or what's name. But somebody that's unappreciative of anything you do, I don't look at it as a transaction. I just look at it as uh, almost morality. Like let's, being, let's, like a, a, let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. Can you teach your significant other how to appreciate you? Ooh, not to me. I think you can have conversations. I think it start off with conversation, let somebody know how you feel about some of their certain issues and maybe how they bothered you. But determining how receptive they are, that to me is going to be based on, uh, to me, that start off with childhood and background and how you kind of came up. Like to me, like, and I think I noticed that a lot with, you know, especially like women that are very attractive and things of that nature, you know, and they've been attractive for their whole life. Uh entitlement i see it, where i see you where you going you you get what i'm saying so like they they feel like that's something that you're supposed to do like for instance like and, and, and the part that get me the most sometimes even in a relationship is that it seems like the woman that you with will undermine or not under like not appreciate what you're doing inside the relationship and then see a man outside in another relationship and and and, and and give him so much praises for him being a good man and appreciating what he do from a distance and don't even see what you're doing right here in your face. Let me say it another way. Uh, appreciation is the oxycotton of relationship. External appreciation. We get hooked on it. And I'm here to tell you, appreciation is an inside job, just like everything else. If you appreciate you, it doesn't matter if they appreciate you or not. And if you're not looking to be acknowledged and appreciated for what you've done because you have a full cup from within, now you can click into something called discernment. You can see where they are, their conscious level. Wow, they didn't even see that I did them a solid or I helped them or I bettered their life. Right. Then you can make a choice based on discernment. Oh, they're not ready to be in this type of relationship. But to look for it, to pine over it, it is the oxycotton of intimate relationships. 
looking for external appreciation. It's an inside job, bro. Mm. You ain't never looked at it that way, have you? I I never looked at it that way because I guess I never looked at it in terms of me wanting anything back. It just and, and I but guess you like do. you say, like do but you but, do. Man, it's not like acknowledgement and then though it's just like a vibe that you get off when you know somebody treat like that they appreciate something you got. It ain't like I'm saying, Well, I thank you so much. But it's almost like you can you can feel even if they don't say nothing, it's a feeling that you get when you know somebody has truly appreciated something that you've done. And then I guess okay, let me, let me say break it down this way. If I if you see me and I went out of my way and did this for you and did done this, I don't expect an appreciation. But then if you come back like the next day and be like, Well, you didn't do this. Oh, you didn't do that? That but, didn't get done. Yeah, but, look, been... but Rico, what? look what's happening. What's happening what's is this person is coming to you with their deal breaker. Mm. And what most of us do is try to sit them down and convince <laughs> and, and, and reason and rationalize. <laughs> they just walked right up to you and handed you their deal breaker. Uh. Oh man. You're right, though, but, See? But they be See? fine though, though. They be they be so fine. So what? <laughs> Somebody in the chat room said it's pretty girl privilege. Man, you better walk away from that trouble. And you I mean, and you right and you right they 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 give you that deal breaker in your face and 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 that's that's correct. You know, you you see it off the rip and like I guess I don't know. I guess you figure that over a course of time somebody will will see it. But like I I had a, a girl that told me one day that I was dating at one point in time. And um, when, when when she did something for me, I would always look at it and I'd be like, I'm like, damn, I'm like, you know, why why do you treat me this or why do you treat me this way and I treat you that way? You know what I'm saying? Basically, you see how much I acknowledge you and appreciate you for the things that you do. And I ain't gonna lie, she just broke me down with the realest thing I ever that she ever said was, how can you expect me to treat you like you treat me and we two different people? And I ain't gonna lie, that did blow my mind. That blew my now that blew my mind. Now, now I ain't gonna lie. When she said that, that blew my mind. I had to go sit in my car for a minute after that argument because I'm like, dang, she is kind of real. You know what I'm saying? With that one. You know what I'm saying? So I get what you're saying about I get what you're saying, good brother. Listen, man, an empty cup will always look for an external source of liquid. Somebody fill me up. Somebody come over here and pour something in here. Man, you already full. You're full. Yeah. Okay, you didn't acknowledge what I did for you. That is an indicator to me of where you are consciously. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Right? right. Most people think thoughtfulness is wrapped in the doing for others. But thoughtfulness is also wrapped in the response. So when a person is thoughtless, right, their response is thoughtless to a thoughtful gesture, they are showing you the baggage. They are showing you the deal breaker. Now, discernment, what you going to do once they show you? Well, that's on you then. You're right. Hey, there you go. Hey, brother, I appreciate going back and forth with you. Rico, we in the building tonight, man. Rico brought Columbus, Georgia in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, you already know what it is. It's a discussion. 1-800-920-1580. We're talking about deal breakers and deal makers. Do I got time? Do I? I I got some time. Let me get Tone the Great in here from Oklahoma City. Talk to me, Tone. 
Hey, what up, what up, what up, Zo fam? What's hey, up, man, bro? I just want to talk to you about a couple deal breakers I bring into a relationship. Uh-oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm usually the most critical when it comes to deal breakers and recognizing them and trying to, you know, pretend like I have holistic discernment when it comes to it. But I've tolerated quite a few things that um, I myself see in myself, um, such as I'm needy but detached. You know what I mean? Um, I'm very detached. A lot of emotion. And I pretend like I'm not needy, but uh, when I don't get something, as the good brother who was just on the line said, uh, you have that feeling of there's something inadequate here. You know what I mean? But then you you have to turn that same light back around to yourself and say, well, if you feel like there's something inadequate here, maybe there's something inadequate about yourself. Mm. Um, the fact that you're looking for that fulfillment from someone else. Um, and I'll, I've only learned that through listening to your, uh, your program that has made me take an honest light to myself. Um, and I'm starting to realize a lot of the things that I had as deal breakers, I was carrying around as my own baggage. <laughs> Come on, man. If you're going to call in and tell the truth and shame the devil, you should do it every day. Thank you, brother, man. I appreciate that, man. Because it's, it's, it's a little crazy, man, because uh, we walk around with this rose-colored lens on and start to believe that <laughs> we're no longer rose-colored. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, we're no longer the ones that agenda. That's right. And, uh, yeah, just sitting back and really analyzing the situation, you start to realize a lot of the things that could get on your nerves about your partner is the same things that's getting on their nerves about you. Come you on, know man. what I mean? That's great wisdom, man. Thank you for bringing Oklahoma City in the building. We appreciate the call. Look, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. We got so much to talk about. Deal makers versus deal breakers. You got some? I want to hear about it when I come forward. It's the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams, exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Ingram and Michael McDonald. Never be lonely. Y'all be there during the Christmas season. The Voice of Reason is on fire tonight. Live on KBLA Talk 1580 from the heart of Lemert Park. Man, what a vibe, man. Listen, I'm going to tell all you youngsters, man, music is like a library, man. You got to go back and read those chapters, man. Some some amazing chapters that predate your generation. Go back. Go back past Michael Jackson. Go, go back. You know what I'm saying? Go back past Cameo. Go back. You're going to find out, man, there's some amazing chapters that you missed. And it's going to enrich your life, man. That was a great 80s record right there. And a lot of you were probably just born, so you didn't hear nothing. <laughs> Let me just say this. We got two pairs of tickets left. L.A. showed up to get the tickets, but I don't have any L.A. callers. Wait a minute. No disrespect. Banks is Bellflower. 
but L.A. proper. We all over the country. I want to hear from the L.A. folk, too. Los Angeles has showed up and, and claimed three pairs of the tickets. We got two pairs of the tickets left. The tickets in question ain't too proud to beg. This is a Broadway musical, man, that follows the extraordinary career and accomplishments of the legendary group from Detroit. Man, the Temptations. So if you want them, call in and talk to Andy, and Andy will make sure that he gets your email and your name. Uh, as a matter of fact, the three people that won, let's get them up right now. Uh, the current winners are Latanya Campbell. Whoop, Latanya, uh, Roger Carruthers. Come on, Raj, and then Candice Noel. We appreciate you guys for calling in and getting these tickets. We got two pairs left. If you want them, call in. You don't want to miss this. It's going to be an amazing movement. Now, back to the topic. Very powerful topic. We're having a versus conversation. And that versus conversation is between deal makers and deal breakers in intimate relationships. Phone lines are fully jammed. Let's get the callers in here. Who's been on the longest true monger, Dallas, Texas? Jump in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man. Uh, can you list can you list your deal breakers that you carry into the relationship, bro? Uh think sometimes I might be I might seem intimidating to some people because of how I carry myself. I don't walk around my shoulders all slunched over. I walk around like I'm proud, like I have some, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like I care about myself pretty much. Oh, you too proud. Um, you walk around like you proud. Okay. Might be yeah, a deal breaker. I walk, I, walk around like, I walk around like I care about myself, yeah. Um. <laughs> My communication skills have to improve. I know that was something I carried around in my younger days. Um, I had to learn that by going through relationships, learning how to communicate better and whatnot. Um, no, a deal breaker for me is disrespect. That's right off the top. Um, mm -hmm. If you... I don't care how physically attractive you are. If you show yourself to be ugly through your character, mm. that's a deal breaker for me. Mm. Uh, if I was to do that to somebody else, I would expect that to be a deal breaker as well because that'd be out of my character. Mm -hmm. um, you remember that scene from I'm Gonna Get You Sucker where the lady uh, pretty much, she's pretty much like a Miss Plato, Miss, uh, what's that character? Miss Potato Head? <laughs> when, she, when they oh. went back went back to her apartment she pulled herself apart <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> that's a deal breaker for me not being yourself putting don't, on a costume she said don't make me hop after you <laughs> yeah right right that, if I if I if I'm around you if I'm with you for a while and I never see like if I'm dating you and I never see you in your natural state after a while that's a deal breaker for me mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, where are you hiding from? Who are you who are you trying to impress by putting on a costume every day? Um, I'm not really into the petty stuff. I'm more character based when it comes to deal breakers and deal makers. Um, 
that's just where I'm at at this point. And I had to go through certain situations to realize that what's what really matters in relationships. Yes, you want to be attracted to your partner. That's I would think that'd be a deal maker for anybody, right? Mm-hmm. But there's more that comes along with it. What kind of person are you? How do you treat other people? Um, not doing anything is to expect your gratitude through, through transactions just because you do stuff just because that's the type of person you are. Right. You show love to somebody because that's the type of person you are, not expecting something in return. And if they don't appreciate that, it will reveal itself. And if it come, if it gets to be too much, if you can't work it out, go your separate way. I got you. I know got what you. know what your standards are. I got you. Brother, I appreciate you once again. True Monger came in here and laid it flat. We done learned something. Thank you for the call. You brought Dallas, yes, Texas sir. in the building. You want to bring your city in the building. You know what the protocol is. All you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Call me right now. We're going to Pensacola, Florida in Zynga. Hey, good evening, everybody. How are you, Nzinga? Tell me, what are your deal breakers that you carry into the relationship? Like, I think just some basic stuff. I mean, to be honest, it all depends because we see it every day. Sometimes you accept something from someone else that you won't accept from another person. So I guess those things might fluctuate, but like just, you know, Taking a bath, being clean. <laughs> Take a bath. Honesty. <laughs> yeah, honesty and how how we talk to each other is really important. Like right. no verbal abuse. Right. Those things are important because a lot of times I think deal breakers and stuff you carry that. That's like what you call residue or stuff you carry over from other relationships. Because right. when you're first new to dating and all that, you don't really think about stuff like that and is until you know you may be with someone and then you're not with someone anymore and they may have done things that you didn't like so you're like you know that's a deal breaker now so i got you well i appreciate you you brought pensacola in the building please call in again you know you got a seat at the table thank you for bringing your city in if you want to bring yours in you know what to do 1-800-920-1580 zoe williams the voice of reason well, how much time do I have before I get to another? I got to go to break. Listen, when I come forward, I'm going to speak on the pink elephant in the room that nobody seems to be discussing. I've got a lot to talk about. You're going to hear it when I come forward. Is it good to you? Good to you. More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Come forward. After coming forward. That's a deal breaker for many people. Don't waste my time. Why do people say, don't waste my time? And I'll tell you why. Because many people are dating outcomes. So if we're not headed toward a specific destination, anything else, (laughs) is a waste of time. And I get it. That's the way the arrow of time points. And many times when we don't get what we want or we don't hit those benchmarks, those goals, those outcomes that we want in relationship with others, we look back, right? 
and say, wow, all those years. But then if you sit down and you look at it from a different perspective and then you say, well, what did you learn? What did you learn about relating? What did you learn about yourself? What did you learn about your shortcomings? Now, many people misuse this, this tactic by building up a whole bunch of excuses. Uh, this is what I wasn't paying attention to about them because they're always looking to put the blame on someone else. But the reality of it is, if you look at yourself, how did I allow this? Where did I get these beliefs from? How did I co-create a situation that I didn't want? All of that valuable information that you're extrapolating from a quote-unquote failed relationship now classifies it as not a waste of time because you learned so much. So people have to be very careful of how they frame things, right? Oh, it was a waste of time. But you learn the most in what you have described as a monumental waste of time. Another thing people need to do in terms of relationship is stop saying, when are the lessons over? They ain't never over. Just get used to that. I'm tired of learning. Davy Lee, El Dorado, Arkansas. Oh, wait, we're going to come forward and talk to Davy Lee. I'm trying to get my brother, he who thinks on, but he keep dropping. When we come forward, more callers, more conversation. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. And hanging up, but everybody got their tickets. So we're happy about that. Davey Lee from El Dorado, Arkansas is on the line. He wants to speak on it. Talk to me, brother. Yes, sir. It's good to speak to y'all, man. I just want to say, you know, the the pet peeve for me is a liar, man. I don't like no lying. At, I mean, no liar. Ooh. You know, because me uh, dealing with, I can accept it because we are humans and we all have lied. But if you're going to lie to me, that means you've been lying to yourself this whole time thinking that's real, you know. So uh-huh. me personally, you know what I'm saying, I can deal with a woman being, you know, having little girlfriend things going on because most likely it's true. I can I can deal with women going through their little situations, but if you act like your ish don't stink, you're going to lie to me, man. When I done told you about me, most likely, and you're still going to use it against me, I can't mess with you, man, because you're faking the funk. And you're going to make me, uh, you know, have a distaste in my thoughts for you. You know what I'm saying? Because most of the time, people act like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, me being who I am, I done told y'all about the situation with me being accosted by a man or whatever. I'd have to tell a woman that in order for me to build with you. Mm. But if you hiding who you really are and I done expose what's true to me, to you, then like, you know what I'm saying? Well, how are we going to build on something and you not being real with me, man? You know, you have no accountability, man. You know, I can't respect that. Now, let me, now let me ask mm. you. What's up? What are the deal breakers you bring into the relationship? Uh, me being very irritable, you know, acting out, acting like, you know what I'm saying, my word is by, you know, when I ain't got no track record really like that to prove it. So I know I have to work on certain things in order to demand someone's respect, and that's just being the truth all the way around, you know. I got you, know you brother. Just putting it out on the line. I got you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you for the call. You brought El Dorado, Arkansas in the building. You want to bring your city in? You know what to do, one 800 I'm going to say it again. This is the, the elephant in the room. 
don't you know <laughs> these deal breakers, they're like saloon doors. They swing back and forth. A lot of times when we like somebody and we want somebody, those those deal breakers get real flexible. We tend to hold on in hopes that these people will change. And the reality of it is most people rarely change very much over their time, over their lifetime. Right. Uh, like me. Let me listen. Deal breakers is really contradictory in a lot of ways. I'm contradictory. I talk crazy. I need to I need to be a better communicator. I talk crazy. But one of my deal breakers is you can't talk crazy to me. Can we be honest about the hypocrisy? Many of us are hypocrites. The very thing we don't like in others is really us. We're hypocrites. Just look at it around deal breaking. Just be honest. Most of the stuff you don't like, you are that person. When I come forward, we going into hour number two. Phone lines are open. Please call and let us know what you think. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. Come on, what y'all youngsters know about Jesse Johnson? Come on, man, can you help me? I need deal makers, not deal breakers, man. Can you help me? My playlist is on fire tonight. My playlist is my co-host. You know that. But we got callers on the line. I want to talk to people about these deal breakers versus deal makers. And what's very interesting is a lot of people never see the deal breaker seed within themselves. So I'm, I'm flipping it on them by asking them, what are their deal breakers before they say, what, you know, a deal breaker is to them coming from the outside into the relationship. Identity with hell, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Talk to me. What's good, though? Yo, you got in. Come on, brother. <laughs> finally, finally. So should I start with the conversation we had in the background or the, or the, or the uh, topic of the tonight? Come on. Listen, all I ask is that you tell me what your your deal breakers are, and then you can break into where you want to go. Okay. Okay. So for me, it it it's a moving target because as as I get older, these deal breakers keep moving, and and the importance of them keeps keeps changing. So the latest the latest one has been my religious uh, wokeness, if you want to call it that. Oh, so uh, like a religion, that... politics, because oftentimes religion and politics are are huge deal breakers. Typically, relationships that have divergent beliefs in that uh and you know that in, in that way typically don't talk about them so i get it i get it you know yeah you you too yeah, woke for that... your woman <laughs> well i had the conversation um and early on you did mention if i had no, if i had known this when i met you i wouldn't have continued but it, it evolved over time so it's been 
seven years now. So now it's like, okay, that's where I was I, in the chat. I was talking about reevaluating those deal breakers because they change, you know, it, it's in my twenties. I just wanted you to give me attention in my thirties. You know, I was looking more for love, which I thought was love. And in my forties, I want respect and trust. So it kept moving. I don't know what it's going to be in my fifties, but you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stay stuck on one because it, it just keeps constantly changing as the importance, I, I think it's when I lack it, when I don't get it in the next relationship, I'm thinking I need that really bad because I didn't get it. So I'm, I'm like constantly chasing something, if that makes sense. But this is why it's so profound what you're saying, because it goes back to what we were talking about before. When we're asking our partner to give us something, many of us do not understand that we are a full cup already we just haven't learned how to see the fullness of our being so you mentioned a word that is very very key here chasing we'll find ourselves chasing a relationship scenario and situation oh the person has to have this aesthetic the person has to have this mentality the person has to be this the person has to be that but really in most cases if we're honest we're not totally the thing we desire from others. Am I wrong about that? No, you're not. You're not. But that, that usually comes with time and experience of, of, like, seeing things different. Like I said, you get older, you know this. As you get older, you, you get wiser, hopefully. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. Um, and Fingers crossed. you start crossed. picking up more important things than what was important yesterday. Wow. Heavy stuff, brother. I appreciate you, man. Identity withheld. You made it in. Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love is in the building because of you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. If you want to bring your city in the building, you know the rules. Just call me 1-800-920-1580. Let me tell you one of my deal breakers. Back in the day, way back in the day when I was a Muslim, I would I wouldn't kiss a woman who eats pork. Just wouldn't do it. Now, I ain't been a Muslim in over 30 years. But you can't eat pork. <laughs> it stayed with me, y'all. I don't know what to do. It stayed with me now. I don't want to kiss a girl who got pork on her mouth. I don't eat pork. I haven't eaten pork since I was 15. I don't want to do it. Is that wrong? 1-800-920-1580. Do you have food restrictions? Because sometimes these vegans, no disrespect to the vegans, man. I love some of the food. But sometimes these vegans will not get with you if you're not on the vegan movement. 1-800-920-1580. When I come forward, I'm going to Atlanta, Bellflower, and Torrance. All right, when we come forward, we got a lot to talk about. Here's to a holiday season full of peace, peace joy, and, joy happiness. and happiness. Happy Kwanzaa from all of us at KBLA Talk 1580. People have broken hearts in relationships because they haven't received what they wanted. They didn't get what they signed up for. And they done got too far in with a person that came in with a bag of deal breakers. 
Now, when it comes to these deal breakers, a lot of people don't like talking early in relationship about deal breakers. Like, how soon should you talk about it? First date, second date, third date? Listen, this is what I ain't down with. A lot. Of, when do you talk about deal breakers? Because a lot of people don't have the discussion. They wake up, it's six months later, and then the deal breakers start creeping in. 1-800-920-1580. We got callers on the line. Let's talk about it. Tiffany, Atlanta, Georgia. What say ye? Lord have mercy. I'm only calling because you don't call my name like twice. But yeah, Tiffany. <laughs> yeah. Listen. <laughs> See, I say that. Listen. Yeah, Tiffany. When I call, you come. You understand? Oh. <laughs> <honey>. <laughs> All right. So, deal breaker for me is if a man just shut down too quick, just way too quick. And I'm not even talking about like. The bros that's in the chat, like, where they like, oh, that, you know, that whole manly, macho, macho kind of deal. It's just that thing of, like, okay, I get that there is a mystery to a personality, but also, can you just open up a little bit? Just a little bit? Because here's the swing about it. I shut down, too, if I feel like I'm being attacked. So, automatically, like, you don't even have to scream at me or none of that. It's just you just got to say something to me that's going to take me to a dark place, and then I shut down. So, so it's you don't. Like, so you proving my point. Mm-hmm. You don't like that's, when exactly. men shut down, but you shut mm-hmm. down. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's meant to prove a point of obviously there are character traits about ourselves that we don't like and then we see them in somebody else and then automatically it's like oh no that's a deal breaker can't deal with it and just don't turn around and change but obviously i'm on demand so i'm gonna turn around and change you'll be all right we love you call in anytime (laughs) young lady you call in anytime All right, now, Tiffany from Atlanta, Georgia, in the building. We got callers on the line, but real quick, Andy, I need two deal breakers from you, man, that you bring into the relationship. Two deal breakers. Yeah, I mean, it's easy for us to say what the deal breaker is for with somebody else, but. What I do? Yeah, what I would what, do. What you do. Your deal breakers that you carry into the relationship. Look at Andy. He looking like he don't even know. Yeah, man, that's that's kind of tough right there to think about. Hold it on. shouldn't be tough if you're observing yourself in the process. Andy Scorpio, he got a temper. Talk about it. Actually, you know what's crazy? <laughs> I'm just making up. No, stuff no, 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 but <laughs> <laughs> my man Zo put me up on the spot. Exactly. Man, I don't, I don't want to act like I'm some sort of angel. Like I don't have no issues like that. That's kind of how you're coming across. I mean, it's fine. It's okay. I'm just. <laughs> I'm perfect. Not that I'm perfect, man. <laughs> I just, I don't see myself as this grimy dude like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much good. When I when I think about a lot of my past relationships, they actually broke up with me. And I think, mm. and I think a lot of it had to do with, uh, you know, they wanted to be committed. You know, if, if it was up to them, we would have got married last week. Mm. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of apprehension that I had, you know. But um, I'm not a cheater. I have cheated before, but, you know, I don't consider myself to be a cheater. Right. An ongoing cheater. You've No. 
Right. I've done it, I, like, my first relationship, obviously, you know, I kind of stepped out, you know, but I was young. I was a teenager. Um, but You I, went to Olive Garden, but you don't like it. I understand. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe. The may, ladies in the chat are saying, oh, he's a player. That's what's coming out here. They're saying you're dancing. They say you got your tap dance shoes on. Savion Glover on the microphone. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Andy. It's, it's enough hemming and hawing. We're going to get back to the let, call. Let, let me think about it, brothers. Let me think about it. Think about it and come back in. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy is embarrassed for the first time on The Voice of Reason. They said Andy is a habitual cheater. <laughs> Here we go. Phone lines, let's go. I'm going to talk to everybody right now. Who's been on the longest? Banks, Bellflower, jump in. What's up, Zoe? What up, fam? Man, you on it, brother. You on it. I tell you, you on it. You don't know about that Rod Green, though, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Talk That's to me, man. School. Let's go back to old school. Yes. So Yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, Rico was on it, man. I mean, the thing is, you know, just, it's just the way he was raised. You know, the thing is, you know, somebody do something for you, you say thank you. You know, that's just the way he was raised. And, and you know, uh, uh, that's just how it is, man. I, if he was raised like that, that's how it is, you know. And so, you know, the thing is, you know, my deal breaker is I guess I'm kind of needy. Mm. You know, you know, that, I guess that's, that's my, yeah. that might be my deal breaker, you know. But I mean, you learn, you, you learn over the years, you, you know, you, deal with things and you learn, you learn people, you, you, things change, you know, and you, you get better, you know. I mean, it's the season of giving, so, you know, and being a believer, you know, you put more people, you put people more for than you, for, for them more than yourself, you know, you put more interest in helping somebody else other than helping yourself. Right. That's the key right there. Absolutely. Banks, I appreciate yeah. you, man. Thank you. You brought right, Bellflower in the building, man. Thank you, brother. And you have a blessed one too, brother. I'm going to say this. I'm moody. I could be quite boring because I don't like to get out. I don't like to go places. I don't like to do a lot of things. It's it's hard to get me to come out and do things. Uh, I could be very, I said moody. Uh, I'm, I'm zero to 100 in terms of anger and passion and, you know, uh, one moment this is classic Gemini stuff. One moment I could be uh, an incredible comedian and funny and jokey, and then the next moment I could be deadpan serious. Uh, I carry a lot of deal breakers uh, into the relationship. Um, I'm headstrong and often dead wrong. I'd be dead wrong, but I'd be like, nah, I ain't doing it. <laughs> you know, I'm... You know, it's it's weird, man. I, I'm a weird person. So, and I'm just going to, I'll lay it out there. Don't be afraid to share the baggage or the, the deal-breaking qualities that you have. Because typically those qualities are going to be the qualities you're going to tell your partner not to exhibit. Andy? All right. Hopefully I can redeem myself. All right, here we go. So I guess one of my deal breakers could be um, I might not be as attentive 
See, that's a deal breaker for some people. I can be in the space, but not be in the space. Mm, see? So I've been told about that a couple of times. But, like, you know, I have this philosophy that, you know, we don't have to talk all the time. Yeah. You know, just being in your presence, I mean, it's just dope. But, you know, when you're dealing with somebody who just wants to talk, 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 talk. And, you know, not to say that, you know, what they're talking about isn't, you know, of value or anything like that. But, you know, sometimes my mind, my mind could be elsewhere. A hundred percent. And if you talking about the latest seasonings that Laurie's came out with, you know Laurie's got a new garlic, lemon, pepper, uh, orange peel seasoning. I, I'm not going to be paying it. It's going to be hard for me to stay locked in. I'm sorry. One eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. Somebody call me and tell me what your deal breakers that you carry into the relationship. It's easy to point the finger. I want to know about your deal breakers. Let's get April from Los Angeles in here. She has an update for us. April, talk to me. Hi, Joe. How are you? Let me just say I love you, sister. I love I you. I love you too. I really I love you. Love too. you. I'm representing for uh, Richie Rich from Pasadena. Richie Rich's auntie from Pasadena <laughs> just called in. Talk to us about the service and when it's going to happen. This is big right here. So Richie Rich from Pasadena, God bless you and love you, Pat. Um, so it's going to happen January 6th. And um, it's going to be at the Memorial um Fair Oaks in Altadena. I don't know the exact. Oh, the, um, the one. Wait a minute. Um, the, actually, I do. Wait a minute. The it's one Mountain. that's the one that's right above Woodbury, right? Yeah, it's Mountain View Mortuary. My gra- my great grandmother is there. I will be there. North Fair Oaks. I will be there. Say it again. At 11, it's going to be January 6, 2023, on 2400 North Fair Oaks in Altadena, California. Rest in peace. And that's Richie Rich from Pasadena. Man, I will be there. My great-grandmother is there. My great-auntie is there. My cousins. I got family right there. So Yeah, we're going to have a private repast. Um, at an Airbnb um, location to be dis, um, disclosed to the um, personal family members and friends. Man, I love you, sweetheart. Thank you for calling in and sharing the update on Richie Rich. That means a lot to me. I've tried to mentor the young brother for a long time. And he been, and you did. You know. You didn't try. You did. Well, I appreciate that. I, I, I'm Man, I'm still a little broken up over that because he was a good dude. I, I appreciate you. He Thank you. He is a good dude. And eternal love and thank you so much for the Zoe family and everything that you've done and everything the relationships and Richie immensely appreciated it and he is deeply loved he has a family that's so deeply rooted it's so deeply rooted we love you guys we love everybody and we love my baby no doubt no doubt. Thank you, April. We appreciate you. I'll see you on the 6th. Thank you. All right, Bye-bye. love. Bye. Wow, man. Richie Rich was a star of the Voice of Reason. 
man, he call in here and act completely up, man. And we loved him for it. Rest in peace, good brother Richie Rich. Let's get Amir from Torrance, California on the line. Let's go. I'm here. I'm here. How we doing? Man, you know you got deal breakers that you come into the relationship with. I don't want to hear no excuses. I need to hear those deal breakers, Amir. I know you got deal breakers that you come into the relationship with, sir. Yes, we all do. But first, let me say it was great seeing you at uh, Lamert Park. Ah, yeah, man. Thank you, brother. They they convinced me. To, yes, man. They convinced me to come out and and, and man the t-shirt booth. Y'all know so don't be doing nothing like that. Yeah. But I had yeah, to support, to man. <laughs> yeah, I, I was disappointed that there wasn't enough of us there. But you know, I had to be. I had to represent. It looked pretty quiet, crowded <laughs> to me. Like when I first got there, it was thin, but then it thickened up really nicely, brother. Well, we and we went to the inauguration at uh, uh, at downtown mm. the next day, Sunday. Oh, nice, nice, nice. That was real nice. Okay. Well, where where are your deal breakers, your relationship deal breakers that you carry into the relationship? One of them is kind of um, debatable, but as a Muslim in a Christian country, I've met some great women. And we had the great conversation when they found I'm Muslim. That was a deal breaker. Really? Really. Just your religious belief. Just my religious beliefs. I met this, let me tell you, though, I met this sister. Our our born days are, let's say, four days apart. Mm-hmm. She was a year older than me. I mean, we hit it off talked every day favorably when i told her i was a muslim never heard from her again literally didn't call you back i mean and 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 the crazy part was her parents are from harrisburg pennsylvania Mm. my mother and father graduated from harrisburg pennsylvania so we were like tripping like all these things we had in common both of us aquarius you know, we were attracted to each other, everything. But when I told her I was Muslim, that was a deal breaker. So she ghosted you? She ghosted me. But, I mean, it, it's not just her. The majority of, of African-American women that I've met, and I'm a Muslim, they'll get with a gangbanger, they'll get with a murderer. But when you say you're Muslim, they just expect that, oh, you're too strong for me. Oh, no, you got to, hey, brother. <laughs> You got to hold tight. When we come forward, we got to go deeper into this discussion. We've got a lot to talk about with Amir from Torrance, California. I I, I don't know if I agree 100% because when I was Muslim, girls loved me. When we come forward, more from Amir from Torrance. He's on fire tonight. tonight. It's the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Back in the building, we're having a great conversation about deal breakers in relationships. My playlist is my co-host. That record is called the uh, is by the family. But let me just get deeper, man. We're talking about deal breakers in relationships. Are you disheveled or unclean in appearance? A lot of women don't like that. Sixty-seven percent of women 
Oh, no, 71% of women don't like disheveled or unclean, you know, the appearance of men. You can't be ashy is the new word. Don't be ashy. You got to be classy. Uh, 72% of women don't like lazy men. And 57% of men don't like lazy women. That's a high number, right? 57% of men don't like uh, needy women. 69% of women don't like uh, needy men, right? And if you lived greater than three hours away from me, 51% of men didn't like that, and 58% of women didn't like it either. Bad sex. You think the numbers are going to be high here? 1-800-920-1580. Bad sex as a deal breaker. Now, whenever I ask this question to women, is bad sex a deal breaker? Almost unanimously, women will be like, yep, it's a deal breaker. I hear that more times than not. So the statistics here, uh, it shocks me. This is from Psychology Today. The statistic shocks me. Okay, it says bad sex. 44% of men see that as a deal breaker. And 50% of women see it as a deal breaker. Now, women in the chat are saying it's a huge deal breaker, but I see it as more than 50%. Um, lacks self-confidence. 33 and now this 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 is a telling stat right here this make this stat makes brothers look bad <laughs> 1-800-920 i dare you to call in and argue against this stat right here from psychology today makes men look bad oh it makes men look bad y'all ready for this stat this stat is absolutely deplorable Wow. Only 33% of men see a lack of self-confidence as a deal breaker. That ain't good. That is not good. It's all right, baby. Come on in here. <laughs> this, I, I, I think that's horrible. 47% of women see lack of self-confidence as a deal breaker. That's crazy. That is, wow. All right. When we, hey, we got phone callers. Let's get him in here. Amir from uh, Torrance, California. Get back in here, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But like I said, um, that's just been my experience. But now I have a fiance that accepted me and my religion. We, we communicate. We talk about everything. And one of the things that, that which you just talked about, um, Lack of self-confidence, sometimes there's reasons why people lack self-confidence. And if you get deep into the conversation enough, you can really help them. Mm -hmm. I, let me give you an example. Please. I, I had a deal breaker. I had two deal breakers. A woman who did porn or a woman who was a stripper. Wow. So I met this sister once. She wasn't a stripper, but she tried it. Come to find out, she got raped by her sister's brother when she was nine years old. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
I was able through our conversations to convince her to go get therapy, and she did. Wow. So we've got to learn to listen to each other and not just be judgmental. Agreed. Because normally that would have been a deal, it would have been a deal breaker, but I liked her so much I was willing to talk to her, and I found out that she had some really – and her sister – she told her mother and her sister, her sister said it didn't happen, and her mother said it didn't happen, and it did. Wow. So you're carrying around, every time you go to a family function, this man raped you, and and nobody accepted it but you. Mm. That's heavy, brother. That is heavy. Now- and so I was able to loosen up that deal breaker because I realized that she has some really hurtful, painful things that led her that way. She didn't just say, I want to be a stripper because I want to make easy money. She tried it, but she clearly wasn't comfortable with that. Mm. That's heavy, bro. That's heavy. Once again, Amir, you always call in and you challenge us, man. We appreciate the information. Thank you for reaching out, good brother. You brought Torrance, California in the building. Huh? No, you my folk. You my folk. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate you, man. Call in anytime. Let's jump over to Austin, Texas. Reggie is in the building. Reggie, what do you hey, say about today's topic? Man, um, I was hoping somebody would say it so I wouldn't have to say it. But um my my deal breaker is that I have a hard time forgiving. I have a hard time forgetting. If you do anything to me, um, I may look past it but I will never totally put it out of my mind. And, it, you know, I'm I'm getting past it, but it's a struggle to get past. And so that's just real. is that your deal breaker for others? Or no, is that deal the deal breaker you carry into the relationship? Yeah, I carry that into it. Wow. Yeah. I'm just being honest, man. That's big. That is huge. So what do you do to work through that? Um, I I, I don't put anybody else's stuff on the current person. And I, I give everybody a blank sheet, and I give people grace, and I give myself grace. And um, that's beginning to work well for me. But it's not just a, a, a one-shot thing, and I'm just okay. I'm, I'm, I'm constantly working through this thing. Well, I always tell people to read these two books when, it, when this particular topic pops up. Guilt is the Teacher... Love is the Lesson by Joan Borisenko, Ph.D. I'm going to say it again. Guilt is the Teacher. Love is the Lesson by Joan Borisenko. An amazing book on the subject of forgiveness, of forgiving oneself, of forgiving others. You know, the healing process is a very powerful work. And then Colin Tippin has a lot of great books on self-forgiveness. One of them is Radical Self-Forgiveness by Colin Tippin. These are two great study guides to help you kind of navigate how you feel about like being so closed off. Because really when you just see unforgiveness as a clenched fist, And whatever is inside of that fist, you are not going to let go. Yep. And and that's a big deal for healthy relationships is being able to let things go. Now, 
Again, so let's go back. There's another book I want you to get because, you know, you didn't opened up my mental library. Letting Go by Dr. David R. Hawking. Letting Go, uh, The Pathway of Surrender. You know, this is a big deal because not forgiving others is connected to something in you that is con well let me say it another way is connected to something that is disconnected within you and these books hopefully will help you begin the process of reconnecting whatever is disconnected on the inside because forgiving others is a direct reflection of one's inability to forgive themselves hmm Okay. I know that you don't I, I know you don't see it that way. I mean, I'm open to seeing it differently cuz the way I'm seeing it now is it helping me. Well, as Jesus said, and you know, I'm not a big Bible thumper, but I know the Bible pretty well. As Jesus said, he who forgives little loves little. Hmm. That's big, man. He yeah. who forgives little loves little you know it's wow. the story of him having dinner in the pharisees home one of the pharisees and the pharisees was you know in, in, you know inviting jesus and his entourage in and a prostitute joined him and uh she you know feeling bad about her own sins just wanted to be close to the master and she cried and wept on his feet and used her hair to wipe his feet and used oil and tears. And, and the Pharisee in his mind is saying, that's no holy man. That's, that's not the son of God. That's, that, he got prostitutes rolling with him. That, and he's saying this in his head. And then Jesus spoke directly to what he said in his head. She got way more grace than you. <laughs> you mm. understand? She got yeah. way more grace than you. Right? She knows what she's done and she has repented for that. And that's when Jesus said those powerful words. He mm -hmm. who forgives little loves little. And brother, you, you got to get on this journey, man, because when you're in an intimate relationship, you're going to need forgiveness. Do you know why? Do you know why you're going to need forgiveness, brother? I'm not perfect. Neither is your partner. Amen. That's true. Yeah, no doubt. So they're going to need grace and you're going to need grace. Mm -hmm. And why would they give it to you if you can't give it to them? That makes perfect sense. I, I can't even argue with you. So you're going, you're going to have to cultivate that within yourself. Can you name three things in your spirit right now that you need to forgive yourself for? Because I'm telling you, if you, I, um, if you don't, yeah. if you don't do yeah. it, you're going to carry it into the relationship as a deal breaker. Listen, hang tight, Reggie. When we come forward, He's going to give me the three things he needs to forgive himself for. We got a lot to talk about. From all of us to all of you, happy holidays from KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Talk about. Talk about.
the voice of reason has returned. Patty LaBelle and Michael McDonald. On my own. You're going to be on your own if you don't reconcile those deal breakers in your spirit. Oh, you're going to be on your own. You're going to be singing this Patty LaBelle record. You're going to have them little... Them little, uh, them little nappy footsie socks on. You're going to be by yourself lonely if you don't deal with those internal deal breakers. I'm telling you, it's easy to point out what a deal breaker is to you coming at you. But what's more important is to be able to discover the deal breaker within yourself that you are transporting into this relationship. Reggie from Austin was about to lay something on us real heavy. Reggie? Man, um, the three things I need to forgive myself for, uh, and it's, it's crazy you um, mentioned that song, I, I deal with stuff by myself, and I don't deal with stuff in concert with, with my with my uh, my woman. Mm. Um, so I, I try to solve all my problems by myself. The stuff that gets on my nerves, I solve it by myself and won't mention it to her. And um, that's one thing. Um, I wear a mask. Ooh. I won't. I won't say what's what's on my mind. Come on. I, I, I front like everything is fine and like everything is funny and it's not. And um, last thing, uh, I'll shut down if I can't find an answer for my stuff. Wow. Those are the three things. Wow. That's real. Let me just say this, just bro. Being honest. Let me just say this, man. You that's grown man business. You just did. You sharing. You sharing, brother. Don't listen. Everything in you is shared with those outside of you. So when you get in an intimate relationship, this is why I was telling people the other day, like you 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 don't give love. You radiate it. You share it. Right? So when it doesn't come back in the quantity that you want it in, that is a direct reflection of how much or little you love yourself. See, everything starts from within. You want to be a whole person, you got to accept all of you. Light side, dark side, everything that you don't like about you, you got to accept it all. And then in the acceptance, you cultivate empathy for self, self-empathy. I don't call it self-care because that turns into a bunch of actions. I'm going to meditate, I'm going to take a bath, I'm going to listen to music. No, I'm saying looking at your wounds, empathizing with them. Pouring into them love, appreciation, approval. You get what I'm saying? You start doing Mm -hmm. this. You start practicing this. You begin to radiate love. And now you're sharing it. It's not about what you've done. This is why most people think love is a verb. A set of actions. Love is not a set of actions. It's a state of consciousness. And listen, you can do everything out of love. For someone else. Oh, I love you. I'm going to show you that I love you. Many men have to use. This is how we show you we love you. is through our behavior. See, I've communicated that I love you. No, 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 no. When you love yourself, the presence of you will, will radiate outward and people will feel you. Whoa, did you see how that person felt? You know how when you certain people can go into the woods and animals know right off the top, that's a worse animal than me. So they start running. 
Or then you'll see somebody, you'll see, look at this little, this little lamb walked over, this little deer walked up to me because they can recognize that your energy is right. There's something about you that they say, there's no danger here. So again, wow. the same thing happens in adult relationships, man. Pour into yourself, right? Maybe you're too needy because you need you. So then hmm. you flip that and you invert that and now you're needy in a relationship. Show me, show me, show me. Love on me, love on me. But it's really you saying, you, I'm needy for you. Me. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying, brother? I do. I do. That makes sense. All right, yeah, good, man. Brother, Thank man. you. I appreciate you. Appreciate man. you, brother. Thank you, Absolutely. man. Man, you know how I do, man. I just start the conversations, man. It's up to y'all to finish them. The voice of reason is on fire. This is a revolutionary type of relationship show. We are here to have discussions. We are not here to be right. We're trying to get an alignment. The world needs us to align. We can't do anything collectively if we're not aligned. And we can't get aligned if we're not aligned with self. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I love y'all. I'll be back tomorrow with another barn burner of a topic. The VOR is on fire. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.